Yeah? All right. It's going to be a crazy day. There's going to be movement. There's going to, and so it is what it is, all right? But we are starting a new series this morning called On Three, okay? And the idea behind this is the, the idea of us jumping into a huddle, right? And on three, we're going to go and we're going to do something, right? But as Kristen was just saying, we're going to go and do something big because we believe if Jesus is behind something, it can be something huge, okay? And so we have this room now that is full of people, but also full of potential, okay? And opportunity is also present in this room. And so we're looking forward to what's going to happen over these next couple weeks. I will say today, we're just kind of opening up the series for you, okay? And so there's not a ton of scripture that we're going to be talking about, but it's it's going to be scripturally based, okay, obviously, but they're not going to do a deep dive in Bible study this morning just because of the dynamic of the room, all right? Sound good? Okay? And so when we think about this word mission, okay, one of the things that came to mind for me when we go on mission would be a mission to the moon. Now, the mission to the moon was this idea that this group of individuals were all going to get in this rocket ship, be shot off the earth, right, and shot up to the moon, get to the moon, get out of their rocket ship, walk on the moon, get back in their rocket ship, and then come back. And then after they did that, they said, mission accomplished, right? Mission accomplished. Now, how many of you kiddos watch Paw Patrol? Paw Patrol fans or parents? How many parents are Paw Patrol fans? Because your kids are, right? And so, yeah, Paw Patrol, they always have a mission. Ryder and the gang, they have to go and they have to save Chickaletta or uh, Captain Turbot is his name. Like, they always get into trouble. And so Paw Patrol has their mission. But when they get done with their mission, what do they say? Mission accomplished, right? It's done. The mission is accomplished. But here's the thing for us this morning, okay, is this. Whether you're a kiddo or whether you're an adult, right? And whether you have a family of one or you have a family of 10 or a family of 20, here's the thing. We all have a mission that we have been put on by God. You're all on mission, all right? And he has this mission for us, and the mission for us is to be on mission, Okay, let me say that again. The mission he has for us is for us to be on mission. If you want to change the verbiage a little bit, he wants us to be intentional with our lives. Right? He wants us to be intentional with our lives. But here's the cool thing about it and why we brought everybody into the room. Because there's no age limit or restriction on this mission. Anybody can be on it. And so as we start these, these next couple of weeks, we're going to begin to talk about, okay, if I'm a family of one or I'm a family of ten, I have a mission that I am called to to be on. All right? So here's the thing, okay? Adults, you may hear that this morning and you go, oh, great. He's going to give us one more thing to do, right? He's going to give us one more thing to do or one more thing to add to our calendar. But I hope that you stick with me this morning, okay, because you might think a little differently when we get done, okay? So kiddos, here's what I've got for you this morning, all right? As we're talking through this, I want you to help me, okay? Every time you hear the word mission, all right, we're going to do a silent celebration. Now, you know what a silent celebration is? This is what it looks like, all right? Okay, did I make any noise? No, but it was a silent celebration, all right? So kiddos, that's your mission 
when you, oh, some of you got it. Right, exactly. All right, so when you hear the word mission, you're going to silent celebrate. Adults, if you want to jump in, go for it. Okay, all right, so anytime you hear the word mission, okay, so we have this opportunity to be on mission for Jesus. All right, Brian's going to come teach. All right, here we go. So as we talk about this thing and this idea of being on mission, all right, Jesus had some things that he told his individuals in his time and his ministry, all right? One of those things that he said was to love God, right? Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. The second thing he said was to love others and love others as yourself. But he also had these other, I mean, he said several things that we need to take note of, okay? But one of those things that he said is in Matthew 6, and it said this. He said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. And so ultimately, Jesus is desiring that individuals would seek him and his kingdom first. But then he also told us in Matthew 28, go and make disciples, right? Go and make disciples. So catch this. As followers of Jesus, our mission, all right, good, some of you, okay, can be summed up like this. Love God, By seeking first the kingdom of God, and then love others by going and making disciples. Now, if we could just fold up shop now and go home, okay, all you would hear in that is go, right? Go and make disciples. And again, as adults and parents with a full calendar, you may be going, well, you want me to go and do something else. Because we're always on the go, right? We go to work, we go to school, we go to games, we go to restaurants, we go to church, we go to parties, we go to practice, we may even go insane, right? Like we go, 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 and we do, 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 and that is our life. And so when we hear this idea of go on mission, we get into this place of thinking, I can't do it. Like I don't have a place or a time to do it. So this morning, we're going to talk about this idea of family on mission okay so let me break that down for you because when we talk about family on mission we have two words there that we're talking through the first one is family all right and the second one is mission now when you hear that your mind went one of maybe two or three places okay the first one being family or mission okay so family or mission Now, what does that mean for us? Well, that means this, that one of these can thrive and one of these is going to have to suffer. In other words, you know what? I really enjoy spending time with my family, so I'm not necessarily going to be able to spend a lot of time on mission. And so family is where I devote most of my time and the things that I'm doing. Or maybe it's the other way around. Man, I love being on mission. I love telling people about Jesus and doing the things that he's asked me to do. And the things that he's asked me to do, they're all good things. They're all good things. And you find a lot of people in full-time ministry who will commit their life to this, but guess what? They leave their family in the wake. And all they're doing is mission, 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 and their family's going back here. Oh, yeah, that was a good one, wasn't it? Mission, mission, mission. All right? So, but they're on mission, and that's all they're doing. And their family's sitting back there going, wait, what about us? And so that idea of family or mission is really not a healthy way for us to think about this. All right? So the second one is this. This idea of family and mission. Now, here's the problem with this one, is that they're still two separate entities. We still have family, and we still have 
mission. And so what we try to do is take our full calendar that's already full, that I mentioned it's full, and we try to plug in these things. We're going to plug in family time, or we're going to plug in a time where we do mission. But I don't know about you. My calendar is already too full to plug in these intentional times. And so we go, okay, I'm going to do family, family, family. I'm going to do mission. I'm going to do family. I'm going to do mission. I'm just seeing how many of you are going to do it, right? And so family and mission. But what we find is that then our calendar gets so full. But here's the good news for you this morning. Those aren't the only two ways that we can think about it. There's a third way to think about it, and it's this. It's family on mission, right? Family on mission. And we're using those opportunities in our daily life as we go to share the good news of Jesus Christ and what he's doing in our family and in our life, all right? So that's where we're going to go this morning and where we're going to go over these next couple weeks is this idea of being a family that is on mission. Yeah, let's celebrate it, okay? So here's where I want to begin this morning, all right? If you have your Bibles, turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 8, okay? And that's where we're going to be this morning. It's also going to be on the screen for you to have, okay? We're going to be in Acts chapter 8, verse 4 is where we're going to start. Now, here's the thing. Some of you in your Bibles, you may have at the top of chapter 8, it says Saul the persecutor, right? Saul the persecutor. Now, there's a fellow by the name of Paul who wrote the majority of the New Testament who at this point in the book of Acts has not, is currently named Saul, Okay? And Saul was a persecutor of the church and persecutor of believers. Now, a persecutor meant he didn't like them, right? And he would, in fact, go to the point of even killing them or throwing them in jail. But shortly after this, what we're about to read, Saul encounters Jesus Christ and his life is radically changed. Okay, And Jesus says, your life is so radically changed that now I will call you Paul. And so his name gets changed, but here he is still Saul, okay? So let's get an idea of who Saul is and what he, how he kind of treated folks. In verse 3 it says this, it says, Saul, however, was ravaging the church. He was messing up the church. He would enter house after house and drag off men and women and put them in prison. Like this is who a guy that would later say, man, I want to die, give my life for Jesus. At this point, though, he is taking away Christians and believers. But then in verse 4, it starts like this, and it says this. It says, those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. So in fear, these people are starting to leave and to scatter, okay? And they preached the word wherever they went. And Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. And when the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, they all paid close attention to what he said. For what For with shrieks and impure spirits came out of many, and many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. All right, so there was great joy in that city. Why was there great joy? Because they had now proclaimed the Messiah and were doing these healings in that city. And the cool thing is that this scripture here has a a big part to play in why we're called New City Church. Because when we entered a city... Right? We want to bring joy to that city, and we want to transform that city in such a way that it becomes made new. It looks new or different than it did. And that's where the name New City Church came from, is from this set of scriptures. Okay? 
But where I really want to focus in this morning is on verse 4, okay? Where it says, those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. So even in persecution, you've got this group of individuals who go, man, this isn't good what's happening, so we're going to head out, right? And as they head out, what do they take with them? They take with them the word because they knew that that was their mission, okay? So they took their life, their family, and the mission of God, and they went after it. So as we begin this series, let me ask you this question, all right? Where are you currently going? Like, where do you go and do things? So for our family, it looks a little bit something like this. School just started, so five days a week, we're dropping our boys off at school. We have school parties, we have school opportunities, and we have all these amazing chances now to meet these new families and get to know people. But then also, Abby's now started teaching again, or is about to this week. So now she's got this opportunity to meet these new families and engage these new families and be with those folks. Then Graham's going to start flag football here in a couple weeks. They still need a coach. I don't want to do it, but we might end up doing it. But here's the thing. That provides us an opportunity to be able to meet people, right? Owen's got his fall activity that he's about to start and do. And we're trying to figure out what that is still, but he's going to have one. Because we want to have an opportunity to meet and engage new people. But also, we desire to open our home and have folks in. Church friends like you guys, but also non-church friends who we're getting to know and have an opportunity to meet them. But it's the things that we're going and doing, right, that we bring the mission into the things that we already are doing. So, let me ask you this question as well, if you're keeping notes. How might we love people as we go along our way, right? Let me ask that again. How might we love people as we go along our way? So how can you love the people that you encounter, right? Or your family encounters on a daily basis? How can you love the teachers of your children? How can you love your coworkers? How can you show love to your friends at school, kiddos? How can you show love to the people around you at school? You yourself have an opportunity because again, This isn't limited by age, right? And so the cool thing is that you have your personal family. Again, whether it's one or ten, you have your personal family, but then you also have this huge church family right here that can come around and impact. But then you have a bigger church family of New City Church that can impact this city, right? And then we have even a bigger church family across this city with multiple churches and an opportunity to engage people, okay? Now, kiddos, let me ask you this. How many of you like homework? Oh, you do, Evan? Well, great job. All right. Well, here's the thing, all right? You're going to have a little bit of homework, but here's the good news, kiddos. Your parents are going to have to do it too, okay? And so it's a family homework assignment, all right? But here it is. It's a pretty easy one, I think, if you really begin to sit down and think about it, okay? And it's this, that we want you to come up with a family mission statement. Okay, a family mission statement. Why is that? Because if we don't know where we're headed as a family, this can be really hard for us to make an impact on the people around us. Okay, so let me give you a couple hints and and ideas of how you could start this. All right, so the first one is this. Start with the blank family is on mission two. All right, so you would fill that in with your name. Okay, and again, whether your family is one or your family is ten, right, you're still on mission and called to be on mission. The second one is this. In what ways will your family, 
Okay, express love. So in what ways will your family express love? What are things you're already doing? And then finish with this, to point people to Jesus. All right? To point people to Jesus, because that's the main mission of our mission. Thanks, Jake and Ryan, for keeping that going. All right? (laughs) So we're going to be on mission. So to give you an example, this is what we came up with as a family was this. All right? The people's family is on mission to love God, love others, and be open and hospitable to each person around us in our church family and in our community. I came up with the to point people to Jesus after that. So, but there's our mission statement, all right? And then the last thing I'd ask for you to do is this. We're using the hashtag because we want to kind of show these off, all right? Is hashtag on three, the number three challenge, okay? Hashtag on three challenge. And so we want you to begin this week as a family to develop a mission statement, all right? Because when we have that mission, it's going to guide our lives and our direction and where we're going. Sound good? Yeah? All right. So we're going to all try this together. Can we be on mission? Yeah? All right. Well, let's keep up that enthusiasm as we go into worship. Let me pray for us, and then we'll continue, okay? So, Father, we thank you so much. Lord, for who you are and what you've done for us. And Lord, as uh, followers of you, we are called to be on mission for you. And so I pray that we will take those opportunities to do just that. And Lord, I pray that as a family, we can walk together uh, with the folks that are at our school, the folks that are at our work, and all of those different places that you put us. Lord, may we take those opportunities and use those opportunities to engage the people around us. And so Lord, we thank you so much for that. And Lord, in these next few minutes as we take our offering, Lord, we just thank you for the ways that you provide for us and care for us. And Lord, the ways that you uh, listen to the things that we're asking of you and bless us in that. And Father, we thank you so much for just the way that you work. And in this small just opportunity to give back to you and what you do for us, Lord, may it be just a continued time of worship as we... um, Just place whatever we might place before you. And so we just give this time to you and celebrate it. And thank you so much for it. And we praise you in your son's name. Amen.